You are listening to the Style Hour as part of the Life Listened Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the long-awaited episode seven of the Style Hour. I'm Megan Francis here, as always, with Shana from themomedit.com. Hey, Shana. Hey, Megan. How are you? I'm well. So we were just talking before we started recording about how it's been a while since um, since we've talked. Yes. Although we did see each other in person. But that was even months ago now. So it's just been ridiculous. Oh my gosh, Megan. Shame on us. I know. Shame on us. And we're getting so many emails from people who want the show back. So um, we're happy. We're hey, hey, we here we are. We're happy to oblige. And we are working on getting on a more regular, on a more regular schedule. If you are a fan of the mom hour, I've said many times on the show that the only thing that keeps me consistent is that Sarah um, is my task. Be very accountable. It's you are not the problem, Shana. The problem is both oh, of us. So <laughs> we're too nice. We're too nice to each other. We're like we're like the worst accountability partners, right? You know, like you always give your friend a pass, like when you're supposed to work out or whatever. Oh, you seem really busy. Let's just do it later. So no, we we're gonna we're gonna hold each other accountable yes. um, and make this happen because it's really fun. It's one of like the highlights of my week when we're doing it regularly. It is so, fun. I like this too. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so today we are going to be doing. Um, we're going to be talking about something sort of tried and true, but I feel like something that is ever evolving and that's leggings. Yes. Don't you feel like leggings are ever evolving? They are ever evolving. That is a very good way to say it. (laughs) And both in the way people are wearing them and the styles that are coming out um, this year, I'm very happy with the new crop of leggings that are available to me um, that I don't feel like were as available before. And we're going to be doing something really special. Um, Shana's sister, Scotty, who does makeup segments on her uh, our makeup posts on, on the mom edit pretty, pretty regularly. Yeah. Right? Sky is a makeup artist. So she's a makeup artist, all okay. kinds of crazy talented. So this will be fun. She's going to be coming on a little bit later and we're going to talk about foundational makeup items like foundation, but also primer and BB cream and CC cream. And what the heck is the difference between BB and CC cream? And she's going to have the answers <laughs> to those questions that plague us. And me, I'm like, always like, does a primer go on over a seat, like <laughs> under a, what? Do I use it instead of foundation? Do I use it on top of moisturizer? I don't know the answers to these questions. So Scotty is going to enlighten us. Good. Yes. Are we ready for this? Okay. Let's talk about leggings. Shana, what exciting things are happening in the ever-evolving world of leggings right now? Um, so, so leggings. Um, there's two, two things that are going on that I think um, are worth talking about. And the first one, and this isn't, this isn't, like cutting edge news. So let's lower the expectations accordingly. But this is like still very like relevant. Like faux leather leggings are just sort of, it's almost like they've become the basic black legging. Okay. Um, They're softer, they're stretchier. um, They look really good. And so they're almost, in my opinion, they're almost always a better choice than the standard black legging. In fact, I'm wearing some right now and the, the faux leather leggings I have are like, Gosh, Megan, I think they're three or four years old now, but they're um, lined in fleece. So they're super soft and super warm and cozy. And um, they're actually more comfortable than my normal plain black leggings. And they look a million times better. So this is funny. I was just doing finally because we've had such unseasonably warm weather. I don't know if you had that in your neck of the woods. Um, I just yesterday swapped out all my drawers, you know, from from, uh, summer to fall and winter. I think it's sticking now. I think it's going to be cold. Um, and I found a pair of faux leather leggings with the tags still on. I don't even remember buying them. So it must have been one of those purchases I like picked up just on a whim and then threw it in a drawer and forgot about yes. it. 
And so I'm very excited to wear those. But I have to say they feel a little rubbery. And I'm hoping it'll kind of break in a bit. Well, you know, if they're feeling rubbery, it just may not be the right legging. Okay. Because they really, sh I mean, there's no joy in buying uncomfortable leggings. No. In fact, all the joy should be in the comfort. I, I mean, if you're, if you're already there, if you're already like, let me yeah. just put on some leggings, like you just, they need to be comfortable. Otherwise you might as well like squeeze into skinny jeans, you know? Yeah. 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 No, totally. So if it's not comfortable, um, send them back for sure. One thing I have, well, if I can, I don't even know where I bought them at this point, but, but, but I'll buy a new pair. I'll try a new pair that are more comfortable. Um, one thing I'm excited about with leggings this year, and I know this is also not cutting edge, but it's a little new to me because I don't feel like this stuff was as available at maybe, you know, places like Target where I tend to right. shop um, previously are textured leggings. So I have leggings and all kinds of fun stuff like lace and like panels. And, you know, I had a pair of uh, ones with scuba down the sides from Express last year. And I was, you know, those felt really crazy stylish to me. But now all of my leggings have some fun elements, yes. which I'm excited Yes, about. Madonna. The lace leggings are definitely back. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's just like a lace panel, right? right? So like I have some that just have like a lace accent up the ankle. I keep so it's not like I'm talking full on. Right. Lace. Have you seen those sweater leggings? Um I thought I was purchasing a pair of sweater leggings, but when I got them, they actually are just like they look like a sweater print. So I I know what you're talking about, but I don't actually own them. Anymore. I I really I can't make them work. I really really want to. They're gorgeous, they're comfortable, but I find that when I'm wearing them they start stretching out in the butt. And so then they're kind of like leggings oh. with a saggy butt. And then I'm always confused by like, what shoes would you wear with sweater leggings? And they, they, they've, those, those have stumped me a little bit. So I've, um, I sweat. So are they tight? Like, I mean, well, they're, help me. They're tight-ish. Yeah. But they don't like, they don't bag up. I'm, I'm picturing like these baggy sweaters on your legs. No, no, no. That's more like a, like a jogging pant. No. Okay. They're, they're tighter than that. Okay. They, they do better than that. But I just, I haven't, it's almost like they look like tights, which is not like they look like a cable knit tight. Yes, it's, it's yeah. not the direction that you want to be going if you're trying to pull off leggings as pants. So, Well, let's talk about that. And I know we've covered this ground before. In my I have a very clear stance that leggings are pants because they go on your legs and they have two, you know, they have two legs and therefore they are pants. <laughs> um, I know I've seen all kinds of Internet memes about how leggings are not pants. And I'm sure there are ways to wear them that are not as classy. Uh, what is your personal rule when it comes to this? Oh, this is a tough one. So um, basically, as long as they're very opaque, um, I'm typically okay with wearing them as pants. I run into trouble sometimes with the general, um, the general sort of crotch area. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just going to so, say. So in some leggings, like it's just for some reason, it just seems to be accentuated with odd lines. Uh, mm -hmm. my face is beat red right <laughs> but you know what I mean like no I think we all know what animal you're talking about right now and it's a problem I mean, even if you don't have that quite like there's still just like there's like gathering like it's just not it's not good or sometimes they're like saggy like they're almost like drop drop yeah. you know what I mean like they're yeah, there's, yeah. there's lots that can go wrong up there I guess <laughs> so I tend to want something at least in the front that will sort of hang down like ironically I'm, I'm less concerned about the butt but I'm totally not concerned about it. We've talked about our yes. butts before, and Shannon and I are both very butt-positive people. <laughs> um, but 
I have to say that, okay, so now I feel like like a lot of these designers or stores or whatever are trying to overcompensate in the butt area. And I've bought a few tunicky type tops that are super long in the butt and then are so short. It's like the difference between the front and the back is so so distinct that it almost makes it more obvious that things in the crotchal area are not all they could be. Is this making sense to you? I think so. So yeah, but I almost find in those cases, like I almost want to just wear something that kind of hits at the hip because then it doesn't really accentuate either. It just kind of is just there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, it, I mean, that sounds a little odd, but I haven't found a lot of great tops that hang down far enough. I don't know if I'm just long torsoed or what to really cover the crotchal region. Yeah. So, um, I really like, so I, I, so because leggings also look, um, I mean, they could be like pants or pajamas. Like it's kind of one of those things. Um, I, I like to add something into my outfit that is like definitely not in the realm of pajamas. And so shirts with a collar and leggings are, it's one of my favorite combinations. And so I like um, button-down shirts that are nice and long and that I can throw a sweater on over top, but then the shirt tail hem sort of peeks out at the bottom, and it's just long enough to sort of cover the issue that we're talking about. Do you, do you, belt, do you belt it? Uh, I, do, I do not. I am, I am not, not belt positive. <laughs> I've, I remember now you saying – now, when you say you're not belt positive, you mean for yourself for myself, or for, myself. for all of the nope, world? Not, okay. not all of the world. People are rocking those belts, man. I am just not – I'm not, not a belt it. around the waist kind of girl. That just never on me. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, and I think that's one of those things that for me kind of draw, brings an outfit together. Otherwise I can just look like I'm swimming in like a man's shirt. So often if I belt something, it makes it look like I have a figure. It does help. You know? It does so, help for sure. Yeah. Now I, I really like, and they're hard to find, but I prefer the button down shirts that are fitted through the shoulders mm. and have like the arms are a little bit sleeker. And then it, it has that sort of like, Wearing a man's shirt, but in a sexy way, as opposed to just like this voluminous way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I've also found that the thicker, the, the thicker and better made the legging, the less likely I am to feel like there's problems in, in the crotch area, I have to say. I just, I feel like this, the thin ones where I also feel like I have a problem in the belly area because I know the whole thing is they're supposed to be comfortable and technically they kind of hold everything in, but if they're not thick enough, I feel like they just make everything look lumpy and bad. Yes. So. Yes. I I actually, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I really like a slightly thicker legging. Like I said, the ones I'm wearing now are lined in fleece. And so Mm -hmm. it's not like it's stiffer fabric. It's just a little bit extra fabric. And so it just, I feel like they hide lumps and bumps a little bit better. I even have a pair now um, that I actually got at that Fabletics place, which now I was like, I'll, I have a whole bunch of their Tell leggings. Me, they came do you like them? Okay, I love them. Okay, so they're not, they've really branched out from um, everything being, what do they call it when it's like crossover between athletic and there's like a word for Athleisure. it? Athleisure. Athleisure. <laughs> <laughs> there's, they've crossed over even from, even a little bit past athleisure where some of the stuff I've bought from there, I don't feel like I would work out in. It, it's too not, it's too leisure and not, athletic enough. But I got a pair of um, leggings from Fabletics, which have like a, a really cool, like quilty, almost like, um, you know, the old, uh, I know there's probably a word for this and you'll know it. You know, like old fashioned uh, scuba divers, those puffy outfits they would wear with like the little ridges in them. Do you have any idea wow. what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. I know. I'll send a picture. Um, I'll put a picture in the show notes, just like over the knees. And then the pants actually have belt loops. And pockets, which, you know, so they're leggings 
And they're comfy like leggings, but they have belt loops and pockets, which makes them feel like pants. And I've gotten a lot of compliments. Like people are like, ooh, what are, are those like leggings? Are those pants? I said, well, maybe they don't have to, maybe I don't have to define them so strictly. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are great. I've gotten like the lace inset ones. But the other thing I really like about the athletic ones and the athleisure yes. ones is that they just tend to be really structured and heavy. And I, I like that in a, in a, especially in a winter you know, winter type legging, but I just like it because I feel like it holds everything in and just looks a little more polished and tends to fit better in the butt slash private. Yes. Yes. The general. So So the other, the other thing that I am obsessed with in the legging game right now, actually I had said I had two things. One was faux leather, um, but I actually have three. So one is faux leather. The next thing I'm obsessed with are cutouts. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like the legging Mm -hmm. is cut out and there's like a mesh panel. Yep. Or something sheer or gosh, even lacy or something. I, I love those. I love, love, love those. And they look, you can, st- I actually work out in mine. You can still totally work out in them, but they look just so like urban cool. You know, even if you're wearing mm-hmm. sneakers and a hoodie with them, like that's yep. one of my top picks for sure for leggings. I am, um, I'm trying to think. So I have a pair from Lululemon. Okay. Who they, they just, they just make the best leggings. They they really do. Yeah, I have heard that. Now, I, now, what is this that some people say they're not really, they don't offer enough coverage through the rumpus? Is have you had that problem? Because I have read that, like that they get too sheer. No, you know what I mean there was like a big, yeah, there was like a big like brouhaha. I think a couple of years I ago remember. where they yeah. should have called something but didn't recall it. I think someone got fired over it. Anyway, um, I've never had that problem. My, and the thing I like about the, yeah, I think so. Um, the thing I really like about their leggings, um, at least the ones I just bought, the, the panel that goes up over your waist around your middle is nice and high. Oh, so it just kind of like, you just feel supported and like, it just like sucks everything in. It's really, really nice. Um, but Nordstrom's, um, in-house brand Dizella has some cool cutouts that are sort of like Lululemon inspired and um, Fabletics. It looks like I'm on their site right now, Megan, after you started talking about them, I'm kind of obsessed and they're showing in their ads, these amazing cutout leggings. But then of course, when you go to their page, it looks like they're sold out. Yeah. They sell their stuff sells out really fast. That is one. It's, it's good to sign up for like the, their email list. If you want to keep in touch or like keep on track, cause they did have some really cool mesh ones. Um, and there was actually a matching top that had mesh cutouts. They don't have a lot of stuff all at once. So I'm very familiar with what they have because I'll go there like every, you know, once a week and kind of flip through. Um, but they are, they're always bringing in new stuff. They have the cool, they have the lace mesh or the lace cutouts. Yeah, I see those right now. Um, yeah. they, I think they have some shredded ones or maybe I'm thinking of someplace else. Scotty just picked up a pair of shredded leggings, which is sort of in the same vein at just like the VP department at Nordstrom. They're so cute. Huh. So cute. So I'm also looking at a pair of leggings that I just pulled out of my drawer that I haven't worn yet, but they're, they're ombre. And that's something I really like a lot too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this, was that, you're not, was that another one well, of it yours? Was like, it was number three is like just the fun patterns. Yeah. And I, I'm finding that, um, cause I'm not like a huge, like all over pattern person. Sometimes I like it to be toned down. And so my favorite footwear to wear with leggings are over the knee boots, flat, mm-hmm. comfortable, over the knee boots with a pair of leggings and a longer shirt. And I'm, I'm golden. So sometimes all that's peeking out is like a few inches. Right. right. So yeah. a fun little pattern is kind of, I don't know, something different. Um, I've also really liked the metallics. 
um, that I've seen kind of all over the place. I know they have them at Fabletics. They have them at Athleta, Athleta. I never know how to pronounce that. I'm sure everybody has them. But just like the shimmery. I like express leggings a lot too, I must do say. Do you? Oh, that's interesting. I, I haven't tried their leggings. Yeah. I feel like, well, it depends though, because I've bought some from them that I thought, like I bought some that were super heavy and pulled every, you know, just like what we talked about, thick and heavy and kind of pulled everything up and in and I really liked them. And then I got another couple pair that I ordered online and didn't realize they must have been more like the summer weight. And I'm just not as impressed. They're still great to wear under something long, but they're not, they're not like, I wouldn't be comfortable. Like the ones I got um, last year and I can put a link to them. I'm sure they still sell them. They're just black all over and they have a panel of the scuba fabric up the side and they look great with everything. But I can wear them with like a, not a, not a cropped sweater, but I can wear them with a sweater that just hits like right at the hips and I don't ever feel exposed. With the ones that I just bought, I would never do that. So Megan, you were you mentioned metallic leggings. Yeah. Tell me, I I feel like that could be a slippery slope. Tell me about. That. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not talking like all over gold lame or anything. I'm talking like which might be cool, actually. Actually, I kind of feel like it could be, especially if it was maybe a little matte and not too not solid. Yeah, not too solid gold. Like I'm, even though as I think I've told you before, I did one at one point in my life desire nothing more than to be a solid gold dancer. I just don't feel like this is the time I'd like to dress like a solid gold dancer, but there I've seen them where it's like black. I've even seen, I mean the definitely Fabletics and I think Express both have black with um, like metallic little prints, which I like. Oh, well, that's a whole different thing. But okay. I've also seen white ones and I can't remember where I saw those that had like a metallic print. I mean, even Clara has some of those. Um, I don't know if I could do all over metallics, but I've seen some that are so shiny they almost look like they're all over metallic. Like they almost look like a crinkly, um, like a crackle or something. Right. I'm going to see if I can find a pair while you tell me what you think, because I'm sure you have an opinion. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a pair to point you toward. But tell me what you think. Well, so I guess if, if, the, the thing I have an issue with, because I'm picturing, like American Apparel has been coming out with like metallic leggings forever. Um, yeah. And my issue is that they're so thin that you just sort of see every wrinkle because the fabric is thin and very shiny. And I just, um, I think they're hard to pull off. I, yeah. See, for me, like American Apparel, I feel like most things in American Apparel, I don't even really go there because I feel like there's going to be something weird in the fabric where, you know, it's like, I feel like that's made for someone, I don't want to use the word thinner, less bumpy. You know, I just feel like there's like a certain, I don't know, there's a risk factor involved. And I, every time I've gotten something, have you seen like people make fun of terrible American apparel ads? I feel like I'd always be that yeah. person. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I just, you know, and the thing that, the thing with the metallic leggings is they so often look like a dance costume. That is my ultimate issue. Oh, well, see, like we said, right? It's like um, once you have it in your mind, you can't, it's like you can't move on from there. You can't move on. Yeah. It's just two dance. Co now I love like a, like um, they call them the wet look leggings, like the black where they're like kind of shiny and they definitely look like leather. I'm all in, but okay. the, I think that's maybe more what I'm talking about. I, I think they're more like, um, like almost look like patent leather or something. Um, and I have seen ones like, like I said, that have like a little bit of gold or a little silver in them, but I don't know that I do an all over, although I think it could be really cool. So I would offer up instead of like your all over gold lemme, <laughs> um, I really like sequined leggings. Sequined leggings. No, I don't even think I, I, I don't think I'm familiar. They're kind of fabulous. The, the trick with sequin leg leggings is finding one that isn't scratchy. Okay. That's been my issue. Um, but they're out there. Huh. 
And okay. uh, I think Scott, so Scotty wore them last year over the holiday um, season. I think she had it just, it's like cozy sweater, sequin leggings, stiletto booties, and you're ready to go. Huh. Okay. Well, I, I like, so see, I always think of sequins as being something that like, falls off or rubs off you know what I mean like so they're not obviously not everywhere um like all no, over the pant they're literally like they're literally everywhere yes they're literally oh. everywhere and they um, don't make sound when she walks <laughs> they probably would they probably would like eater, eater. I mean I just have this I'm just imagining for me it'd probably be um it could be maybe a little much but maybe not I mean I can't judge it until I've seen it well, I'm not sure that these are like the leggings you pull on when you're like at home playing with the kids, but like right. for like a like a holiday party, if you just want to like, you know, add a little something something into yeah. like whatever you already have. Like Nordstrom, for example, has a pair um, for fifty eight bucks. Okay, and they look really cute, silver oh. or blue. Well, okay. That that's worth exploring, and I think when we when we do the show notes, I'll definitely include a few links of things I'm talking about when I'm when I'm you know thinking of metallics, and maybe you could show some that you are not that you think are not a good idea. I actually now as soon as I just dissed the metallic leggings, I, there's actually a pair right here staring at me that aren't gold-ish, like uh-huh. sort of bronze gold, and they're not bad at all. Where are they? Um, they're at Nordstrom. They Nordstrom. were like, you know, recommended. I'm here. <laughs> Nordstrom thinks like, she's looking at sequin leggings. Obviously she wants this gold leve. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, part of keeping it from looking like you're in a dance costume is what's on top. Right. I mean, that's kind yeah. of a lot of, these are, yeah, these are really good choices for people who like, you know, just like big old boring sweaters like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Frankly. Yeah. 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 And we, I think we're going to do a whole episode soon about the big old sweater because I, I, I think that can be a problem. I like big baggy sweaters too. And I feel like there's a whole bunch of them out right now that, um, and I've ordered some and then I got them and I thought they were going to be cute and I put them on. I'm like, Oh, they're they're just so big and boxy. Now what? Right. So it's hard. Yeah. Well, we can do a whole episode dedicated to the big, the big old boxy sweater because it's, and I love nothing more than a big snuggly sweater. Um, in the winter. So I have something, I have a feeling that something you're going to suggest is going to have to do with lingerie. <laughs> Peaking lingerie. You know me so Am well. I right or am I wrong? You're okay. totally. <laughs> <laughs> so have we said everything there is to say right now about leggings? I mean, we've talked about what you wear over them on top. We've talked about what you wear over them on the bottom. Oh, I know. I do have one question for you. And I want to say this is something we've covered before, but I feel like it bears repeating. Um, Let's say you're trying to dress them up and you don't want to wear an over-the-knee boot. Let's say you want to wear like a booty. I always feel like there's some awkwardness at the ankle. What do you do about socks or no socks? Like, you know what I mean? It feels, I feel like pants or jeans are obvious what you do. And I feel like leggings are less obvious. Maybe well, that's just overthinking. Yeah, with jeans, I, yeah. With jeans, I don't mind a little sock to be showing. I think when you're wearing leggings, really there should if you're wearing like a stiletto booty, like a going out situation, yeah. should be no sock showing. Right. Okay. And so, um, unless, no, I, I'm going to amend that. What I would do, you have two routes that I would take. One is to get like an ankle sock. That's not going to show. Mm-hmm. The other one is, um, smart wool makes these black cable knit socks that I mm-hmm. swear by. And so you can let the very top of that sock peek out over the top of your ankle boot. And that works like sometimes like if ankle boots are a little stiff, they kind of can rub your skin funny. Yeah. 
And so it protects against that. That's why I have a problem with with the ankle sock, with the ankle boot. Because I just have a roll. First of all, I don't like skin showing during the winter months. We've discussed this before. Um, but I think, I think <laughs> I it's very cool. With leggings, I do like the skin to show a little bit. I yeah. think the legging, if you're going to wear it in a going out situation, the legging should hit with an ankle boot. The legging should hit above the ankle boot. And there should be a little sliver of skin. Okay. Otherwise, I think you're better off in an over-the-knee boot. Here's another question for you. How do you feel about when the ankles are a little bit scrunched up on the... Because I've actually ended up buying, going like to a tall in um, leggings before, just because sometimes I feel like when I don't, they hit just at a... Like, they just have like a little too much. I'm not actually tall. I'm 5'7". I think nowadays that that qualifies as very average, but like, I feel like sometimes the leggings just show a little more ankle than I want. So I've actually bought them in talls and there's like a little bit of a slouch going on at the bottom, which I like, but I don't know if that's looks sloppy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, you know, it depends on the ankle boot. If, if, if you have ankle boot ending and then it kind of comes up over, over your legging and then the legging is kind of all slouched, that might be fine. Right. That might be fine. But the, the little ankle boot with the skinny legging is tough if you have um, hips because it, you get that sort of like triangle shape. Right. So, okay. um, so it's tricky. Ankle boots and leggings, I think, are tricky in general, which is why I almost always wear my leggings with over-the-knee boots. It's warmer and more comfortable, yeah. but um, it's also easier to pull off. Yeah. So that makes sense. All right. Well, I mean, so we've talked about, we've talked about cutouts big fans. We've talked about metallics. Yeah. We're a little mixed. We have talked about, um, bow leather. Mm-hmm. We talked uh, about shredded. Leather. We talked about shredded just a little bit, but I would like to see a good example of some good shredded ones. If you could come up with like a picture for the show notes, okay. that would be awesome. And those will be at the stylehour.com and just look for episode seven. Um, if you want to see some examples of things we like, what else did we cover? What ground did we cover today in legging the land of leggings? So the one, the one area we haven't really covered, um, Oh, the one thing I did want to say about faux leather is we, we talk about black faux that leather a lot, but I'm on the hunt for an amazing pair of like tan or camel faux leather leggings. Okay. So if I find some, I'll let you know. And if you guys see any, shoot me an email. Yeah. That's my mission right now. Um, but lastly, the, there's a new product out there that I've seen. It's starting to be everywhere now and it, I'm a little frightened of it. It's the, um, flared leggings. <laughs> what? I mean, aren't those like yoga pants? But with like a big flare. Oh, okay. So not just like a boot cut, but like a no, big like old... an obvious sort of like boo flare leggings. Oh. I know. True Religion came out with a pair that they then styled to look like denim. Okay. And so I'm kind of intrigued because... So like the- pajama jeans? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we're legitimizing pajama jeans right now. Of course we are. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Eventually. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Huh. There's, there's some really terrible examples which I'm happy to provide, but there's also a couple where I'm like, oh, this I can't tell if it's like genius or if it's just a total disaster. Well, you know, I have to say, and this is such a cliche, and, and five years ago I would have totally rolled my eyes, but I have suddenly gotten to the point of my life where like after six o'clock I cannot have any kind of pants on that have like a button. Like I just I feel like I'm crawling out of my skin and I will I will be like, okay, it's time for my pants to come off. Now, when I'm wearing leggings, that doesn't happen. So maybe we're all just like, you know, trying to get a little more comfort in our lives and still look good. And that's do you remember, do you remember the uh, days of the juicy couture tracksuit. Oh yeah, 
I would come home from work and that is what I would put on every single day after. And this is before kids, mind you. <laughs> you were just like, ugh, done with clothes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I just get there now. Like there's a point of the day where I'm like, oh, the bra has to come off. Oh, the pants have to come off. And if I'm wearing something comfy, I can, I can put it off a little bit longer. You know, like yes. I, can, I can stay dressed in case I want to leave the house after five. I don't have to have pajama pants on. And, and so leggings are, you know, they've, they've made a real difference in my life. And I do have to say walking around all the time wearing something I could ostensibly work out in um, <sighs> means I have worked out more. Leggings, they've made a real difference in my life. <laughs> I think that's going to have to be the, the uh, title for this post or for this podcast. <laughs> Leggings have made a real difference in my life. <laughs> Shut up, Shana. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Oh, and here's the other one, the other one little plug I will give for leggings. Because I, you know, I feel like even though most people are there now, like, yes, leggings are a thing. I, I feel like there are still some leggings resistant people. Um, Another reason I'm heavily investing in leggings this season is because I want to lose about 10 pounds and I'm not going to go buy a bunch of jeans and then have to not ever wear those jeans again. And I feel like the leggings are going to be a little more forgiving when it comes to fluctuating sizes. So there you go. That's a really good point. Because actually, now that I think about it, my sister was so gung-ho on her sequin leggings even last year because she was still postpartum and had to call it parties to go to. So there you go. Yeah. I wish there'd been leggings when I was in the postpartum days and those just weren't really a thing yet. So, oh, well. Um, okay. So have we covered leggings have changed our lives. They're making everything better. Um, they're definitely pants. Definitely pants. They're definitely pants, you guys. So let's just embrace it. They're not, they're not going anywhere now that we've learned that they're going to become flares and everything else. They're not, they're not going anywhere. That is, yeah. Cause now they're just going to become everything. You know what I mean? They're just going to become any shape that's in is, is going to be a legging. There's going to be a legging alternative. So I'm going to have to try those. Um, jean flare legging things that I was describing. I'm yeah. just I'm totally curious. I'm very curious and I would like to see photos of that, please. Okay. Do they uh-huh. have like, do they have like, um, like threading on the rear to make them look like, yeah. Oh my yeah. Okay. Like you would never know. Yeah. They're pajama jeans. Okay. So I think now it's time for us to bring in Scotty. So we have to pause really quick to get her, you know, all set up. Um, and then we're going to talk about foundations and primers and creams and all of those good things that go on your face someplace on the bottom level, the bottom layer, a foundational layer. (laughs) Could I be any more stumbly in introducing this segment? We're very excited to have Scotty on, so just give us half a second. Okay, so Shana and I are here with her sister, Scotty Oya, who is a makeup artist. And we're really excited because this is the first time we've brought on a third party or a guest or a guest expert or whatever you want to call it. Um, So Scotty, tell us a little bit about what you do in your job. Well, um, my job is typically for weddings. Um, I'm fully booked in the summertime in Marquette, where I'm from. And um, I meet with the bride about a week beforehand, and we go through a trial run, and we get the exact look that she's going for. And then her big day comes, and I, you know, get the look right. And I also do her bridesmaids. And I guess the craziest wedding I've ever done is 13 people that had to be ready by noon. Wow. yeah, that was kind of nuts, but um, but it's really fun. You get to meet lots of interesting people and you know different brides. It's, it's a fun job. And you do a regular you do regular posts at the Mom Edit. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I get really busy in the summer with makeup, and it kind of tapers off a bit in the fall and winter, so I can focus more on the Mom Edit posts. Yeah, those are fun. And, and um, Scotty does some really cool contouring. I think we're going to do a, a future maybe episode where we talk about contouring and just really interesting and 
I think, ways to use makeup that people don't typically think of right. on an average right. day. Yeah. But today we're going to talk about something kind of average and something a lot of us use and some don't, it, and it's foundation. Um, not only that, I want to talk a little bit about primer and CC and BB creams because I feel like some of those things get used interchangeably. Sometimes you layer them on top of each other, sometimes right. not. And I'm honestly a little confused about the difference between them all and why you would use one and not the other. So can you kind of just give us like kind of a basic layout of that whole situation? Sure. So, and it, they all kind of, like you said, they kind of all overlap a little bit because depending on what brands, you know, um, like a CC cream is color correcting cream. Okay. CC cream. Beauty balm, that's the BB cream, and then foundation. So typically, a color correcting cream would be lighter okay. in texture than a foundation. But depending on what brand you use, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's heavier. So it really depends on a specific brand that you use. And talking to somebody at an Ulta or Sephora or the makeup counter would really help as far as figuring out exactly what you want to use. Okay. So, so I guess then they are, so tell me what a beauty balm, so color correcting, that's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, Clinique's CC cream is my favorite, um, makeup to use in the wintertime because it's really moisturizing. Okay. And so, but it feels thicker because it's moisturizing. So okay. some people don't like that heavy feel. Okay. It, you know, so it, it really just depends. Um, like some foundations, because it's, you know, we've come so far as far as foundations go, they all used to be really heavy and mm. kind of pancakey, but now they make really light foundations. Um, and so it really just depends on what you're looking for. And I wouldn't even worry about, I guess, if it's called BB cream or CC cream or, or I even foundation. Yeah. I, I, I tend to think of everything as a foundation now these days. Right. I don't know if that's true or not. I guess that'd be a better way of looking at it. It's all like varying degrees of coverage and just if it's throwing you off or it's confusing, don't even think about BB or CC or all that. Cause a lot of it's marketing, marketing, to be honest, you know? Okay. Cause I feel like I, I swear, like the only reason I even ended up buying a primer, I suddenly had these sunspots on my face that I never used to have. They're like right on my cheeks. And that's probably cause I was in the sun too much this last couple summers. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It almost looks like, like all the freckles on my face just decided to converge in one spot. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So suddenly now I'm thinking about concealer, which I never used before. And I read to use a primer under the concealer because it'll make it, I don't know, set better or something. So I bought a primer, but then the primer went on exactly like my C my BB cream. That was just kind of like, this all feels very redundant. It looks exactly right. the same to me as the product I was already using. So it kind of so, did feel like, I don't know. Yeah. And that's another thing too, like primers, there are some clear primers but then there are some primers that have color. There are primers that are like green or purple, depending on, you know, what you're trying to correct. Yeah. So if you're using a primer, you want to make sure that it's just like a clear primer to go on to help your makeup, you know, look stay. smoother and stay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now, like one thing I've noticed, I really used to be very into um, the stuff that have like the, what is it? The pigment? Uh, I can't think of the word. Like the mica kind of stuff that kind of like spreads the the diffracting or whatever you know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about that um, Bare Essentials stuff maybe? Not, not that brand, but like that look, like where it's kind of shim like a little bit of a shimmery kind of a thing to it. And it's, it's in a lot of the BB creams. Yeah. So I used to use, like I've used those for on and off for years and I feel like they looked better 
up until about my mid thirties and suddenly they stopped looking as good. And I don't know if they're just like highlighting areas, you know, maybe they're sinking into lines now. So when you're helping someone choose a product for their face, are you taking age and I'm sure you're taking age into consideration. I am definitely. I mean, nothing looks bad on a 20 year old. I don't think based on my experience. I mean, you can cake that stuff on and they're fine, but yeah, you know, when you get, you know, you start getting finer lines, deeper wrinkles, depending on, you know, the age that you're talking about. So if you're referring to like a, maybe a foundation or a powder foundation that has a little bit of like a shimmer finish, yeah. that looks awesome on 20 year old skin because, you know, the, they look glowy and dewy. And then if you put that on skin that has a little bit of finer lines, more wrinkles, then it's doing exactly what you said. And that's highlighting, you know, the wrong parts. So you would want to stay away from a foundation that is shimmery when you're right. 20, in your 20s. Unless you know? okay. you've got great skin, which, you know, you might. So. Well, and I don't feel like I want to go super matte either, though, because I don't feel like that does what I want it to do either. Like, there must be some middle ground or maybe you don't want the mat either because that will make you look dead kind of (laughs) (laughs) so that's see that's where the contouring and highlighting comes into play because you're putting the matte parts in the right spot and the highlighter in the right spot so you you actually use different products on different parts of the face yes okay because i think my cheeks would still look good like with a little bit of like a glowiness to them but not like under my eyes you know what i mean that's that's exactly it you're supposed not not supposed to i hate those words there's no rules you can do what you want but in general the highlighter should go like on top of your cheekbones okay um like you wouldn't want to put it all over you know your t-zone because technically that's you know that gets oily on its own and so you just want to maybe stick to your cheeks with the highlighter. Okay. So, so what are your favorite foundations? Okay. So my favorite foundation of all time. Yes. Is the, um, urban decay naked foundation. And that's paraben free and vegan and all of those things that you like. Shana, <laughs> and that I don't really think about enough, but, um, but it's, it's a foundation that you can build on so you can um, build coverage if you want more coverage or you could just put a sheer wash if you want a sheer coverage um and that is also supposed to help your skin look better and improve over time they have a really good way of helping you figure out what your foundation color would be it's a numbering system so if you have like golden tones your number would end in a 0.0 if you have pink tones your number would end in a 0.5 it's very easy. So instead of like warm beige or honey bisque, you know, who knows what that is. It's very, very straightforward. Okay. Um, that is my favorite one. I've, I mean, my brides love, love, love that um, foundation. I literally had not had anybody complain about it. And the most important part of foundation is putting it on with a brush. Oh, okay. Yes, that is, that is a very big key. And Urban Decay has... My favorite foundation brush like a dry brush yes it's um it's called the good karma optical blurring brush optical okay. blur- that's a muscle. but um but yeah you just swirl it into the foundation and you swirl it onto your skin so yeah urban decays that that is my favorite duo of all time do you wear foundation <laughs> every day i do i do do you shana <laughs> you know i've started scotty yeah. scotty hooked me because um 
the the one she's talking about is so light because I was all into this like oh I'm gonna get BB cream and then I was like well maybe I'll get a CC cream because that's the cool thing and and ultimately like I they need to come up with a DD cream and just to confuse it was just, like all smearing kind of all over my yeah. face so then Scotty like swoops in with her little magic brush and her and like it's like the tiniest little pump of this foundation like boop little pea size and then she puts it all over my face and it looked amazing and it feels good it's light so I was like okay so now yeah. I, now I do. I really held out for a long time. I just have never, I just never really needed it. My skin's decent. And then suddenly I'm like, eh, it's time. We'll see. <laughs> it's time. I, all of a sudden when I got pregnant, I had all of these spots all over my face and oh. it, I, I never had them before. And I, I mean, I don't know if they're sunspots or age spots or whatever they are, but a little bit of foundation and you know, you can't tell. Yeah. I, so, need, to, I need to qualify this though. I do not wear foundation <laughs> to school pickup. <laughs> so if you should run into me at the school playground, don't be like, good Lord, she's wearing foundation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She must be ill. No. Okay. <laughs> <She's pretty> Ill. <laughs> that is good to know, actually. So when you were talking about um, the blur brush, that brought up something else I forgot I was going to ask you about. And that is blur cream. I've seen this word now being thrown around and that does not seem like it's got any color in it. It looks like almost like a, do you know what I'm talking about? Like a I don't. Okay. I'm interested. I'm interested. Well, there's I I can't now remember. I have some that I just bought uh just on a whim, and I I want to say maybe it's ROC, but I can't remember. I'll have to. I'll let you guys know after I or rock or however you pronounce that. I'll look it up and let you guys know. Um, but it's called mm. Blur Cream, and it goes. It almost goes on like waxy. It's the only way I can describe. It. There's no color in it, and I wonder if the point is for it to just smooth out lines. Is it like a primer that kind of gets rid of your wrinkles? Maybe, but I don't think you're supposed to put it everywhere. I think you're only supposed to put it just like in your trouble spots, but it goes on kind of thick and waxy and it's, um, I just remember buying it and thinking like I was going to put it on all of a sudden my face would just be like a big blur. <laughs> and people wouldn't, they'd be like, where are her features? We can't see this person coming. Um, oh, I'm excited to try this. Yeah. I've not heard of it. So I'm going to look it up really quick on meal, meal smartphone here because I'm, yeah, okay, so Urban Decay looks like they have one. Um, what are they? It looks like it fills in lines. Yeah, is that what it does? Wait. Okay. Looks like you guys are on it That's already. That's interesting. Yeah, so because I mean, I... In some cases, they can replace your primer, but in other cases, you should put it over your foundation, so... Wait, what? Yeah, I, I mean... I kind of feel like there needs to be a diagram. <laughs> so, so again, like that, exactly, it's... See? <laughs> should be applied on top, on top and, then, horrible. and then other times you put it. So again, that would be a thing where you'd have to talk to like that brand. Right. And find out how to use their now, product. If you're supposed to put it on top of your foundation and you're laying it under, like that could ruin everything. Right. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> Why is this stuff so hard? So I know. Hard. I, and a lot of it's marketing because people do exactly what I just do and like, Oh my God, I haven't heard of that. I need that. You know? Yeah. And, Maybe okay. you do need it, maybe you don't, but right. <laughs> Since we're talking about foundations, we should probably also touch on concealers. Um, I know people use them from all different things. I feel like concealers are one of those things where historically for me have done more harm than good. So I've usually stayed away from them. Like, I feel like it's very easy to go overboard and have that face where everyone can tell mm -hmm. you have something to conceal. <laughs> no, and you're not doing it very well. <laughs> oh my God. Concealer is probably one of my favorite products of all time. Okay. Because um, I use it under my eyes. Okay. And that, I mean, it just wakes your face up. And again, that's that whole like highlighter and contour. What areas of the face do you want light and what areas do you want dark? Mm -hmm. You obviously don't want the under eyes to be dark. So put a little concealer and all of a sudden you look, you know, more well-rested and 
So the rule with the concealer is you always go a little bit lighter than your skin tone? A little bit, but that's like taking that with a grain of salt because um, sometimes people look like a reverse raccoon, you know, and you don't. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. Like you can tell when people have like dark circles they're trying to cover and then they go with like super light and then yeah. you can see the stop where it stops, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest, um, I guess, mistake that people use, use with concealer is just to putting too much on. Okay. Because you really only need like a little, little bit. Um, and my favorite concealer of all time, again, I've tried like a ton, is Amazing Cosmetics Amazing Concealer. And it is amazing. <laughs> Gosh, Amazing Cosmetics. I mean, there's, there's your marketing right there. It's amazing. Right, exactly. Superlatives. It's like a ton of colors. Um, and it comes in two different sizes. Okay. But I've only ever bought the travel size because, again, you, you literally need like a tiny, tiny dot. Put it on with a brush, a flat brush. Um, looks like a paintbrush. Okay. Just dab it on and, and like blend it, blend it, blend it, blend it. So, well, and, and the one thing that changed my concealer game a little bit, Megan, is um, Scotty's technique of putting it on. She puts it on, like I used to just put it like right underneath my eyes. Okay. Scotty puts it on underneath her eyes and then she blends it out to her temples and down to her nose. Oh. So it's like a triangle. Okay. Nose to the outside of your eyes to the inner corners of your eyes. Does that make sense? Yeah. It goes everywhere in there, which blew my mind the first time. Scotty, have you done any videos showing your showing your your wares here? I have. Yes. We have to link to one of those in the or yes. just embed it right in the show notes because yeah. I feel like that would really help. Yeah. People kind of get a get a grasp of what right. it is you're doing here, um, and also see those brushes because I think that makes a difference. Right. To be able to see what you're talking about. Like I said, the most important. I think one of the most important things with makeup whether you're talking about foundation or concealer or shadows, whatever, is blending. Okay. Enough blending and you can, you know, make everything look good. So if you had to choose between concealer and foundation. Oh, conce- that's tough. Concealer. Conce- concealer. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because mm-hmm. so, you can spot concealer on things on your face. And I mean, if you have, like I said, if your under eyes are, if you look awake and refreshed, can carry a lot. Yeah, you can carry. Yeah. Yep. I think up in, and, and I also think like for me, um, up until pretty recently, and mostly that's maybe something that could be handled with a concealer, like a good powder did so much that I almost didn't need, you know, much right. else. So right. do you use, I'm sure you use powder. Like what's your favorite powder and do you prefer? Well, this? my favorite powder of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Is it amazing? I didn't like prepare for this, I swear. But in my head, you know, I just, these are the products that, through the years, I've come to just love, and I've tried a lot, but um, it's Urban Decay's pressed powder, pressed finishing powder. Okay. And, um, so not to be confused with the pressed foundation, the pressed powder foundation. That she's only saying this because I keep <laughs> accidentally buying it. <laughs> and then she's like, what are you doing? It's not, because you don't want too much stuff on Yeah, your you don't want to put foundation over foundation, but yeah, so it's the pressed finishing powder, pressed finishing and it's just powder. the softest, smoothest powder, and it just helps to set your makeup and it kind of blurs everything together. So maybe it, you can use that in place of the blur cream. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's awesome. What do you think of the bare essentials? I have a old pot of that. <laughs> I think it looks great on, am I allowed to say that? I can go. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah I, I think it looks great on like people that don't have fine lines and, and I, you know, I'm getting older. So 
where, you know, we were talking about the kind of um, foundation that reflects light and that's a little bit shimmery. And that's, I guess, how I feel about Bare Essentials, okay. which is I why feel I like... think they came out with the matte. Yeah. And I think, and they're, now they're coming out with all these different foundation creams, um, like oh, liquid, liquid foundations, I think probably because of that, because it looks great on yeah. great skin. <laughs> I feel like yeah. there are, I've seen people though, who have like a certain Bare Essentials look to them. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell. That's what they use. And it's too, it's like a mask or something. It looks like a mask of shimmery pigments. It's, yeah, it's very, it's very like shimmery. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. And -hmm. sometimes I think it's maybe slightly the wrong shade. Like that people aren't, I I don't know how it works. I haven't used it myself, but there's a certain look I've seen where I'm like, they look a little like off, like their color is off (laughs) somehow. So I don't know. on their face. Yes, it is. It's like a filter. It's like they're, it's like their um, Bare Essentials Instagram filter. So, <laughs> and you know, one of the reasons I didn't like Bare Essentials is because, so you put this powder all over your face and then like it didn't blend well with concealer. Mm-hmm. So they sell a powder concealer, but that just, I mean, putting powder to conceal underneath your eyes, it just looked cakey yeah. or it, looked, it just didn't work. You know, it didn't blend. Yeah. Right. So oh, right, right. if I'm such a concealer girl, that's, I guess that's why Ultimately, it ultimately, exactly. Yeah. I, I like blending the liquids together. So, so uh, I, I I just found the description of the Miracle Blur cream. I do have, and I want to read it because as I was googling for it, I came up with a whole bunch of other lists for blur creams that marketed themselves as BB and CC creams. I think I think to Scotty's <laughs> I think to Scotty's point, this is all marketing, and like one word could be meaningless because right. it could be. So this one is uh, it's. L'Oreal Revitalift Miracle Blur, and it's here's the description. It's not a moisturizer. It's not a foundation. It's more than a primer. Introducing Miracle Blur, the first of its kind, instant smooth skin smoothing cream. Blah, blah, blah. Cushiony texture, yada, yada. So this is totally different than maybe something else that's being marketed as a blur cream. Yeah. So. And see, like, to your that point. CC cream I talked about, that Clinique CC cream, I love it in the winter. It's so moisturizing, but it's thicker because it's yeah. a cream. So I did, I used it on a bride and she just, uh, during her trial, thank God. And she was just like, that's just way too heavy on my face. Yeah. And you would, I think that in general you'd think, oh, it's a CC cream. So it's not a foundation. So it's going to be lighter, but in that case, you no. just have to try them because right. you never know what they're going to feel like on your face. Well, that's probably a good place to wrap up because I think the advice you're giving here is know your technique, which we're going to try to help people out with by yeah. listing some of your technique videos and um and talk and and make sure you go someplace where you can talk to somebody about what you're buying absolutely and little testers that'd be a great way to try them out see if they have testers that you can take home okay yeah well this has been great um again this is kind of our first show back after we're having some you guys hearing some issues in the background there oh yeah (laughs) are you having work done on your house (laughs) okay it's gone now so it's no big deal um Uh, okay. So anyway, I was saying, you know, this is our first show back after a bit of a hiatus. So we are definitely planning on being back, um, more regularly now, but if you kind of forgot where, you know, we'd left off before, just go to the style and you will see links to all of our previous episodes. If you want to find anything we talked about today, this is episode seven. So you can just look it up there at the You can always send us an email at hello at the And if you love the show and you know, want to, keep hearing from us let us know leave a comment send us an email or leave us a rating or review on itunes that would be super awesome 
And we would really appreciate it because it does help. It does help more people find us if we have more ratings and reviews. So any final parting words, guys? Thank you so much, Scotty, for coming on the show today. This was great. Oh, thank you for having me. We hope to have you again at great some point. This is fun. You. Yeah. <laughs> you too. Um, okay, Shana, any, any final words? Leggings no. or pants? Anything great. else? I'm so happy we're back. I know, me too. And we will be more regular from now on, so we will see you guys soon. All right. Bye.